Welcome to the Motivations for Monday podcast. I'm your host, author, speaker, and the comeback coach, Rob Yanok. It's going to be a great 2019, and we're going to start off with this first podcast of the year, How to Have the Best Year of Your Life. Well, every year in January, people begin to make new decisions and new choices, which they'll call New Year's resolutions. The problem with New New Year's resolutions is that we usually make them out of trivial issues, not the most important things in this life. According to USA.gov, the top 10 resolutions that Americans make every New Year's Day are the following. Number one, lose weight. Number two, manage debt and save more money. Number three, get physically fit. Number four, eat healthy. Number five, learn something new. Number six, drink less alcohol. Maybe it's quit smoking or reduce stress or take a trip somewhere or even volunteer to help others. As you can see, one is the top New Year's resolution each year and that is to lose weight. Does anybody listening to this podcast have that resolution also? Reminds me of the story of a woman who walked into her bathroom at home. As she did, she saw her husband weighing himself on the bathroom scales, sucking in his stomach. And the woman thought to herself, he thinks that he will weigh less by sucking in his stomach. So the woman rather sarcastically said to her husband, that's not going to help. Her husband said, sure it will. It's the only way I can see the numbers. You know, really, those are all very good resolutions. But four out of the five people who make them will actually break them. And one-third of people who make resolutions won't even get past the end of January before they break them. Well, that is why I believe that what we need is not a New Year's resolution, but what we need is a New Year's revolution. Uh, To resolve means to decide, settle, determine, or purpose. But a resolution is a firm determination to do something. For many people, the date changes, but the destination hasn't. We are all stuck in the same place. A psychology professor at Florida State University did a study of this, and he came up basically two reasons why people fail to keep New Year's resolutions. Because he said those resolutions are too general, and there are too many resolutions. The professor said studies suggest that willpower is a limited resource. And if you make too many resolutions, you won't have enough willpower reserves to stick to all of them. And this is his conclusion. It is better to make one resolution and stick to it than to make five. The fact is that 93% uh, percent of the New Year's goals go unfulfilled. In fact, 30% are broken, they said, within the first week. I'm reminded of a text found in Philippians chapter 3, verse 12 to 14. It says, Paul was talking and he says, not that I've already obtained all this or have already arrived at my goal, but I press on to take hold of that for which Christ Jesus took hold of me. Brothers and sisters, I do not consider myself yet to have taken hold of it, but one thing I do, forgetting what is behind and straining toward what is ahead. I press on toward the goal to win the prize for which God has called me 
heavenward in Christ Jesus. So Paul was admitting he hadn't arrived. He didn't have it all together and that there was still a lot for him to do. Though he has been to a lot of places, there was more places he needed to go. Though he reached a lot of his potential, there was more potential that he needed to reach. I don't really care how old you are. As long as you are drawing a breath on this earth, there are always more lessons to learn. There are always more principles to apply. There is always more room to grow. And Paul gives us really simple principles that we can actually apply and that we should probably use in this first season, beginning of every month, of every week, and maybe every day, to make sure we can stay strong to our resolutions. Two words there make all the difference in the world. And Paul said it like this, this one thing, one thing, the one thing I do, Paul understood that the power comes on concentrating on one thing. What is the one thing that you can concentrate on this month for this year? I love what my dear friend Mark Edge once said, and he was being funny, but he said, I have decided to leave my past behind me. So if I owe you money, I'm sorry, I moved on. And really, that was Paul's first point. You got to learn to forget what is behind. I enjoy precious memories of the past, childhood memories, home movies, old pictures, uh, but I, I, I don't want you to think that I'm encouraging you to lose our good memories. But I want you to tell you, we've got to forget what is behind. If you made a lot of mistakes in 2018 and things didn't go as planned, you're going to have to forget those and move on. I am amazed, though, by how many individuals actually mess up every new day with constantly looking back to yesterday. They insist on bringing in today the failures of yesterday and in doing so pollute a potentially incredible and extraordinary day. So Paul said, this one thing I do, this one thing I do, forgetting those things which are behind. Paul knew the power on one thing. So if you're going to enter into 2019, you got to put the old stuff behind you and focus on the new stuff. You can't focus on where you're going until you forget where you've been. And the incredible thing about this verse, Paul is actually using sports language, something that many of us can relate to. He's talking about a race, and he's talking about straining forward, pressing on, going toward the goal, reaching the prize. And really, these are running terms and racing terms. The truth is, you and I cannot sail the ship of our life into the seas of our future with joy and peace if our anchor is always stuck in the mud of the past. You can't run forward if you're always looking backward. Now, don't misunderstand me. The, the word forget, this is what it really means. It doesn't mean to fail to remember because you really can't forget everything in your life. But the word forget literally means to not be influenced or affected by, that you're not going to be affected by what happened in your past. Reminds me of the cartoon, The Peanuts, and Linus is talking to Charlie Brown, and he says to Charlie Brown, Charlie Brown, maybe we should think only about today. Charlie Brown disagreed. He said, no, that's giving up, Linus. I'm still hoping yesterday will get better. Well, you know, and I know, that will never happen. Your past is always going to be the way it was. Stop trying to change it. 
I'd encourage you, often you can see the residue of all kinds of disappointment, discouragement, offenses, strife, despair, rejection, failures, successes, and even pain. I love what the Old Testament prophet said in Lamentations. I remember my affliction in Lamentations 3, 19 and 20, and my wondering and the bitterness and the gall. I will remember them and my soul is downcast within me. He's telling us if we're going to always go back to yesterday, we're going to be discourage the past problems, the past mistakes, the past relationships. You can't go where you're meant to go carrying the things of your past. Get ready for where your future wants to take you. Take off the old mindset. Listen, if the horse is dead, dismount. Too many people are focused on what hasn't happened. Yesterday's not tomorrow and your future is not determined by your past. I love the story about the two little boys who got in a fight, but the next morning, Johnny took his cap and headed over to Bobby's house. Surprise, an older member of the family said teasingly, what, you're going to go play with him again? I thought you guys had a fight last night and was never going to have anything to do with each other. Funny memory you have. Johnny looked a little sheepish and dug his toe into the carpet for a moment, then flashed his satisfied smile as he hurried away, and he said, oh, Bobby and me are good forgetters. You know, a lot of times we get into trouble when we linger too long in places we should leave mentally and emotionally. I love in a Nike advertisement some years ago, a voice came over the television saying, I've missed more than 9,000 shots in my career. I've lost almost 300 games. 26 times I've been trusted to take the game-winning shot and I missed I failed over and over again in my life, and that is why I succeeded. Those words were actually spoken by the great basketball player Michael Jordan. By most standards, he's considered the greatest basketball player to ever play the game, probably besides LeBron James. The prophet in Isaiah would say it like this in Isaiah 43, 18, Forget the former things and do not dwell on the past. See, you and I, we, we don't move ahead by constantly looking in the rearview mirror. Truly, the past is a rudder to guide us, not an anchor to drag us. We must learn from the past, but we must not live in the past. In spite of your past, doesn't matter what it is, God doesn't give up on you, and neither should you. That's true. And for every person who has ever failed in their past, there is a forgiveness that forgets. So quit judging yourself by your past. You no longer live there. I I love there are numerous scriptures that stand out at me, but one of the things is, as far as the east is from the west, so hath he removed our sins and he remembers them no more. So he has taken away our past from us. So let's not judge ourselves. What do we need to do? We need to turn when into now. Really, yesterday ended last night. Ralph Waldo Emerson once said, This new day is too dear with its hopes and invitations to waste a moment on the yesterdays. Okay? Today is the day. God has made today. He said, Let us rejoice and be glad in it. We love to announce our plans. I know we do. I do. To make our goals and declare them. And we can say, next year we're going to do this. But let's deal with today. It is the perfect present. 
we had a painting one time in our one of our homes and uh, we had it set up in our dining room in Tennessee and it said the future is just a collection of a bunch of successive nows. So today is actually the good old day that you're going to be talking about in 15 years. So you might as well enjoy today and quit worrying about yesterday. And don't worry about tomorrow. Matthew 6, 34, don't be anxious about tomorrow. God's going to take care of your tomorrow. So live just one day at a time. Abraham Lincoln once said this, The leading rule for a man of every calling is diligence. Never put off until tomorrow what you can do today. So if you can forget the past, you can focus and fulfill what's in front of you today, right now. You can go after that goal. You look at it. You hear it. You see it. You talk about it. And you go after that mark. You know, in, in, in Philippians, Paul said the key to living uh, an extraordinary, productive life is actually focusing on that one thing. Paul had a one-track mind, but his mind was on the right track, okay? So if you're going to embrace your goals and your destiny, you don't want to flutter around the ground of your past history. The decision is for you to make today that this one thing I'm going to do, I'm going to focus on that goal. So today, you can have the best year of your life. Listen, and it won't mean Jack Diddley if you don't have a new life, okay? So you've got to make everything fresh and realize this one thing I do, I'm going to forget the past, okay? You can't go back and change it. And I'm going to leave you with this. You can't start the next chapter of your life if you keep rereading the next one. I would encourage you, make a fresh start today. This is the beginning of how you can actually have the best year of your life. What is the one thing that you can focus on? What is the one thing you can improve upon? What is the one thing that you can actually change? I would encourage you to go after it. God bless. Have an amazing uh, month. Have an amazing week, an amazing day, and, and live. Live and enjoy life passionately. If you have not bought my brand new book, Your Ultimate Comeback, How to Get Up When Life Knocks You Down, go to Amazon.com and get it. It will be a blessing. It will be encouraging, and you will love it. God bless.